1: From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 p.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden and Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world, with a sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Kalhi for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hans Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent and homes. And should you need prayer or something to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today, we are celebrating Pentecost, or the birthday of our church the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost to form the church, the body of Christ. Most appropriate for today's celebration, our church choir, under the leadership of Emilia Hahn, will sing this enlightening number entitled, When the Holy Spirit Comes. In Acts 2:4, it reads, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Accompanying our choir will be Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. Are you ready to receive God's blessings, viewers, pressed down and overflowing? The men and women of our church band Under My Direction will play this inspirational tune entitled, Something Good Is Going to Happen to You. How wonderful it is TV viewers that we can offer our talents to the Lord, whatever it may be, and share God's Word with those around us. By living by example, we allow Jesus' light to shine through us so that others may see Jesus in you. Our soloist Pohaku Carter will offer a praise and thanksgiving to the Lord in this robust song entitled, Count Your Blessings. Accompanying our solos will be Associate Pastor Marvin Bing on the Bass Trusty Associate Pastor Evan Sprout, Senior, and Mason Osano, Senior, on the guitars, and Iris Locke on the piano.
2: When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed when you are discouraged thinking all is lost count your many blessings name them one by one and it will surprise you what the lord has done count your blessings name them one by one Count your blessings, see what God had done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God had done. you ever burdened with a load of care does the cross seem heavy you are called to bear count your many blessings every doubt will fly and you will be singing as the days go by your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God had done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God had done. so amid the conflict whether great or small do not be discouraged god is over all count your many blessings angels will attend help and comfort give you to your journey's end your blessings name them one by one count your blessings see what god had done count your blessings name them one by one count your many blessings see what god had done your blessings name them one by one count your blessings see what god had done count your blessings name them one by one count your many blessings see what god had done
1: Continuing with our Pentecost celebration, we read in John 14, 26, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. As true born-again believers, we use the Word of God as our shield and our buckler, our teacher and instructor, as words to comfort, exhort, and to heal, giving guidance and inspiration to all. Our church choir once again will sing this most uplifting song entitled, The comforter has come. The omnipotent name of Jesus above all names. He is the creator of this world, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the author and finisher of our faith, the soon-coming bridegroom. Have you prepared yourselves for this event of years? Today is the day of salvation because tomorrow is not promised. Our guitar and strings ensemble will play for you this thought-provoking and beautiful song entitled, There's Something About That Name.
0: JESUS, JESUS, JESUS THERE'S JUST SOMETHING ABOUT THAT NAME MASTER, SAVIOR like the fragrance after the rain. whisper sweet and low fear not our Singing as
1: Blessed this morning with the voices of the daughters of Judah as they sing this moving and inspirational song entitled, Come, Holy Spirit, Come. It is with great pleasure and delight to dedicate this wonderful song to a much loved person in the lives of my siblings, myself, and the saints of God and family and friends who know her. She is my mother, Mrs. Evangeline Al Hahn. For many years, she was a faithful help me to my father, the late Pastor William M. Hahn Sr. Who instilled us the love and obedience we should have for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? In Proverbs 31, verses 10 and 28, respectfully describes my mom perfectly as it reads Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? And her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Until Jesus calls us, come up hither, she faithfully maintains her vital post as a prayer war and watching and praying daily for this lost and dying world. As a strong pillar of the church, we pray the Lord continue to bless you and preserve you, Mother, until that glorious day approaches when He calls us home to be with Him in paradise. Have a fantastic Sunday, Mom.
3: and celebrate.
4: Hi and praise the Lord everyone I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda and would like to repeat our television time, stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPVU TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and Paso, Nevada, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know, know more about the gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on jesuscomingsoon.org. And now, concerning our gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by Neighbor Island Branch Churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Casanero Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloak, Hawaii, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines.
1: We born-again Christians believe that God's promises are yea and amen. Therefore, His promise to return in clouds of glory for His own is not a question of if He's returning, but rather when He's coming back to translate us to our journey's end of our eternal life in God's kingdom. Therefore, I sincerely ask the Lord that the message I have entitled, Pentecost, a mighty Holy Ghost revival, will cause you to seize the moment to accept Jesus as your Savior. In fact, I implore you, don't let today become one of missed opportunity. We will review the Hebrew festival of Pentecost as being the birthday of the Church, the coming of the Holy Spirit of Pentecost to form the Church, the body of Christ. Historically, Pentecost is also referred to as the Feast of Weeks because it was celebrated seven complete weeks or 50 days after the Passover. It is also referred to as the Feast of Harvest because it concluded the harvest of the latter grains. Another reference is that it was the Day of First Fruits because the first loaves made from the new grain was offered upon the altar. At Pentecost, the Holy Spirit, by His baptizing work, formed the separate disciples into one organism, the body of Christ. Therefore, the church began on Pentecost because it was the first historical instance of the Spirit's baptizing work. We often refer to our fine state of Hawaii as the Pentecost State because it is the 50th state accepted into the Union of the United States of America, the land of the free. Jesus himself in the New Testament of Acts 1, 4-5 prophesied to those gathered with him in Jerusalem, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith ye, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. In John 14, 16-18, Jesus went on further to explain the promise of the Holy Spirit by saying, And I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another comforter, that He may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth Him not, neither knoweth Him. But He knoweth Him, for He dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Our Lord Jesus was promising to send the Holy Spirit to comfort His disciples when they parted." The Holy Spirit would dwell in believers and help them, just as the Lord had done when He was with them. In preparation for this great event to be enacted on the day of Pentecost, Jesus specifically instructed His apostles and disciples to gather in a certain place and follow a certain procedure, as you read in Luke 24, 49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Yes, we can all concur that the day of Pentecost was surely a very powerful day, This power and alighting of the Holy Spirit upon Jewish believers was evidenced as related scripturally in Acts 2, 1 through 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Speaking in tongues is the only true evidence cited in the Bible which can be used to verify that one has received the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is exactly what happened to the believers on the day of Pentecost. It is a moving and a heart-stirring experience to be touched by Jesus, filled with the Spirit, and then speak in an unknown tongue. In fact, this great event was foretold by the Old Testament prophet Joel in 800 B.C. Let us read in Joel 2, 28-29. And it shall come to pass, after that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions, and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my Spirit. This event, then, should not have been a surprise to anyone. However, it did turn out to be a surprise. Let us read of those who witnessed the spiritual outpouring in Acts 2, 6-8. Now when this was noise abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to the another, Behold, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how hear we, every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born? Many questions arose, and many were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? These men are full of new mind. To explain this spiritual phenomenon, Peter stood up and said in Acts 2, 14-16, But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as he spoke, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. The purpose for the outpouring of God's Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost was to fill his believers with spiritual power, power to speak, power to preach, power to perform miracles, and power to stand and go all the way with Jesus. Just prior to Jesus being taken up into heaven, he left these closing instructions concerning the purpose of his Holy Spirit and the use of this special power. We read in Acts 1.8, but he shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And he shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and on to the uttermost part of the earth. John the Baptist confirmed and witnessed about Jesus, especially when he spoke of Jesus being the true light and power in John 1, 9-12. There was a true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. The 120 in Jerusalem of the day of Pentecost were believers in Jesus. And you too, viewers, can be touched by Jesus, who waits to make himself very real unto you. You can become a true witness for Jesus and experience Pentecost and the power of his Holy Spirit in your life. Why not come today and accept Jesus? We find in John 3, 5, the very words needed for salvation. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of water is to be baptized in Jesus' name according to Acts 2.38, and to be born of the Spirit is to speak in tongues according to Acts 2.4. Therefore, we find the true church was composed of true born-again beliefs from Pentecost and the first resurrection, united together and to Christ through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It exists the body of Christ of which He is the head. As such, the church is a holy temple for the habitation of God through the Spirit, is one flesh with Christ, and is espousing Him as a chaste virgin to one husband. And the church will be translated to heaven at the return of the Lord Jesus in the air. We read in Acts 2.38, Then Peter said unto them, That is, those who had crucified and rejected the Lord Jesus Christ, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And in the third and ninth verse, it reads, For the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Throughout the centuries, the church, like a grain of mustard seed, has been growing, and the Lord is still abiding into his church daily, such as should be saved. Acts 4 12 reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The disciples asked Jesus, Who then can be saved? Jesus answered, with men it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Pentecost further represents the Feast of Harvest and the Day of the first fruits. On the Day of Pentecost, the harvest of 3,000 believers were baptized into the body of Christ, that is, the Church. As Acts 2.41 tells us, Then they that gladly received His word were baptized, and that same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Peter went on further to explain that it is God's promise and it is intended for you TV viewers and your children of today as well being the first fruits of Pentecost and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call, meaning those who will come in tomorrow and in the future. In the Apostolic Faith Church, Pentecost is a major festival and time to reflect upon God's wonderful Holy Spirit. In addition, the Holy Spirit can be likened to a rushing mighty wind or to a phenomenon of the fire upon the earth. It is God's greatest tool given to mankind to accomplish His will. It is God's gift for the asking. Luke encourages us thusly in chapter eleven, nine through thirteen, and I say unto you, Ask and it shall be given to you; seek and ye shall find; knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give for a fish, give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If he then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? This is Holy Ghost gift was given to the 100 on the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem, and now dwells in every believer in Christ. The follow-on promise that we of the Pentecost of faith have received is that Jesus will give us another day of Pentecost. Accompanying this promise are the same signs and blessings that Jesus gave on the first day of Pentecost, another 120 to go up to the upper chamber to pray, another 3,000 souls in one day, and many mighty miraculous works such as the deaf to hear, the dumb to speak, the lame to walk, the blind to see, the dead to be raised in the house of the Lord. Many will question, how will this happen? And our answer is that it will be accomplished through the Holy Ghost power of God alone. The same answer given by the angel of God is found in Zechariah 4:6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, said the Lord of hosts. The Bible warns of certain dangers to be avoided. The Apostle Paul warns us in 2 Timothy 3, 1-5 and 7, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, choose-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. But isn't it wonderful that we have the comforter, the Holy Spirit, who enables us to overcome these dangers and make it through these perilous times? Now, if only our nation was ruled and moved by leaders filled with God's Holy Spirit. Then, too, consider the American flag, and often one is comforted at the sight of it. To our men in the armed force, the flag is very special, for then the flag's appearance brings them a sense of comfort, pride, and pleasure. Truly, it is a symbol of free men and a free nation. While the American flag has long been the symbol of a free people, there is a deeper lesson to be learned from its wonderful blend of colors. White is the covering color of purity, a blend of all colors. It is a light reflector. White is the color of garments of the redeemed in heaven, as you read in Revelations 19, 8 through 9. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he said unto me, that is John, write, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, these are the true sayings of God. This is a true picture of the true sayings of God. This is a true picture of the true church in heaven and her happiness and triumph with the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lamb's wife, referred to here, is the bride. The government in Scripture is a symbol of God's righteousness upon all them who believe. White is the color of the spotless throne of God, and there is but one spotless moral and spiritual being who ever trod this sin-stained make care world, the man, Christ Jesus, who know no sin and yet was made sin for us. It was this sinless spotless one who was nailed to the cross for the sins of the whole world. This sinful world had little room and less liking for a man such as this, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is none righteous, no, not one." To many, red is the glaring and bold color. But for us who are Pentecostals, red is comforting because it represents the color of blood, blood that Jesus shed on Calvary's hill for the sins of the world. Blood and water oozed from His side, as you read in John 19:34. But one of the soldiers with the spear pierced His side and forthwith came there out blood and water. And it takes the water and the blood to enter the body of Christ. This is done by being born again. Water signifies baptism, as you find recorded in 1 Peter 3, 21, the like figure whereunto even baptism and offer also now save us, not that the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but of the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The saving of Noah and his family in the ark is an illustration of salvation today, which is attained through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Blood signifies remission of sins, and for without the shedding of blood, there could be no remission of sins. Reading 1 John 5, 7 through 8, for there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. Who was the Father of the Lord? Jesus Christ. It was not the Holy, it was the Holy Ghost, not Joseph, who was the Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with, was God, and the Word was made flesh in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, he was God manifest in the flesh. He was also the Holy Ghost of the Spirit, which no man can see. And the Word tells us explicitly that these three manifestations are in reality one two God, not three. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, which is still with us, and the water, which converts, are still being baptized in water by the immersion in the name of Jesus Christ, and the blood, and these three are one. The crimson thread of a blood atonement begins in the Old Testament and leads into the New Testament into the crimson fountain of Calvary. A song goes thusly, There is a fountain filled with blood drawn for Emmanuel's veins, and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains. Water cannot wash away the soil and stain of sin, but the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanseth us from all sin. Morality, charity, good works, and even water cannot wash away one's sin. Only the blood of Jesus can. Blue is the color of the heavens. Like the word itself, the starry heavens and the heaven of God are often associated with it. We read in 1 Corinthians 15, 19, in which the Apostle Paul once said, If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Men so cries out that this earthly life is not the end, that there must be a hereafter. Not only the scriptures, but also man's conscience warns that there is a heaven and there is a hell to shun. Jesus warns us about the danger of hell as we read in Mark nine forty three to forty four and forty seven. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. And if thine an eye offend thee, pluck it out it. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. Jesus was giving a description of the terrors of hell. He taught that punishment for the person who would not believe in him and would not accept him lasts forever. No pictures of hell are as terrible as those of our Lord paints for us here. This is the final word. It is of the utmost solemnity. Jesus had invited men to come and reason with God. He had made known the Messiah and His vicarious death. He had proclaimed the glories of eternal life. He closed His message with a solemn warning that the rejecters of Jesus will be eternally rejected by God. Yes, the blue of the flag brings comfort to us as it speaks of a heaven to which someday we may go. And the shining stars remind us that those who are saved shall shine forever like the stars. Reading Daniel 12, 3 4, And they shall be wise, shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness, as the stars, forever and ever. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words, and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. But this heaven will not receive all. Only those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and accept Him as their Savior, Master, and Lord. The Bible tells us in John 3:36, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not a son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. And to you in the television audience, I say, God cares for you. He wants you to be saved and receive the promise of eternal life. Listen to 1 Peter 5, 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. God cares. His heart is ever tender. His love will never fail, nor show decay. The love of the earth, though strong and deep, may perish, but his love shall never, never fade away. Remember then, Whenever you see an American flag waving, think of the special meanings in its stirring away of colors and what it represents. White, the purity of Jesus Christ. Red, the blood of Jesus Christ, which was shed for our sins. Blue, the heavenly hope, which all who trust and believe in Christ as Savior have. We believers try to honor and glorify God every day of our lives. We neglect not to remember our Lord Jesus, who fought a good fight of faith, I would like to make a final comment about Pentecost. We will forever be indebted to our Lord for His love, mercy, and compassion. He sent not destruction as a result of His crucifixion, but instead He gave us an irreplaceable and invaluable inheritance, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Happy Pentecost! Now, if you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at Jesuscomingsoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. To end a wonderful Pentecostal program, our church band will play once again an inspirational tune entitled, Whosoever Meaneth Me.
4: The program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.